0: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! it's gonna be a rough one boys wow what is, what is, i hit the button ever so slightly it, it, i i don't know what i'm doing what's up everybody oh, welcome in to the Winner's Lounge. Let's go. Let's go, dude. Who needs Brandon? Let's, let's go. The let's Summer go. League Nuggets get another win uh, and improve to 2-1. and one. Very impressive record there, those Summer League Denver Nuggets. Uh, we're going to break it all down for you and cover some news, man. Uh, lots to get into. But first, we are presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can use promo code uh, DNBR whenever you sign up. You can also like start betting on Summer League it's the games are like they're rough they could be a little bit rough. we're in the rough part of summer league now and oh, yeah. uh betting a little money might make it slightly less rough i am joined by a man whose name is eric parentheses d let's go anything is possible what a great game guys
1: i am just i am electric i also spent almost all day sleeping because i'm still hung over to some degree from las vegas
0: we always that we like people should just mark it in their calendars the week uh the dnvr crew gets back from vegas not the best week no bad week it's a bad week yeah you gotta you gotta factor it's basically like a back-to-back for us that's we're basically (laughs) pushing through a back-to-back right now the man who is in an indisclosed location it is harrison wind indisclosed location Undisclosed. um
2: Ever since I hit 30, man, I need at least a 48-hour recovery time from Vegas. Yeah. Don't talk to me for 48 hours. I don't want to talk to you right now. Maybe (laughs) I'm good.
0: You're SOL because we're going to talk to you, and you're going to have to talk in front of you know hundreds of people at this very moment. Um, The Nuggets get the win over – I don't even have the scoreboard up here. They get the win over the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, And and what was – you know, every game we've been doing this thing, the heat index, right? Where we, we kind of give out the how many guys are flames tonight. Eric, how many guys were flames on the old heat index today?
1: Well, it's, it depends on who you ask. I said one. You said none. <laughs> uh, we got we in the, the final. Well, I, publi- I was right. The final published version of the heat index contained zero flames players.
0: <laughs> I think Wow. That, I think that's accurate. I don't think there was any flames players. Um, 80 to 75. That was the final score. Um Peyton Watson shoots three of 14 from the field. Peyton Watson came out of the gate tonight. Best, like, three-minute stretch of the whole summer league. I was like, you know, I'm going to say this line a lot over the course of this episode that, you know, confidence is so much, especially in summer league, especially these guys, they got the jitters. You know, they're trying to make – it's like tryouts. You know, tryouts in high school. This feels like tryouts. These guys want to make a strong impression, so there's a weight. And if you get some momentum, I do feel like it gets a little easier. Peyton Watson had a phenomenal game too. Phenomenal game too. To start this game, first three minutes, I'm like, oh my God, his confidence is through the roof. We're going to get the very best version of him. And then that too that disappeared. But nonetheless, I'm actually still encouraged by Peyton Watson, even though I'm looking at the stat sheet, three of 14 from the field, one of five from the three-point line, two of six from the free-throw line, but he still goes for nine points, eight rebounds, one assist, two block shots. Um, I thought he had a steal. It looks like they did not credit him for a steal, but I thought he had a steal. Harrison, what did you make of Peyton Watson's third
2: game? thought it was better than his first game, definitely worse than his second game. But I think overall, I'm a little encouraged like you. He had just the most classic summer league sequence ever today, right at the beginning of the game. He swishes his first three-pointer, yeah, yeah. throws his one. hand up, yeah. starts playing with the crowd, talking shit. And then comes down on the next possession and just air balls another three. Like it, it was so classic Summer League. And I feel like it's probably what we're going to get a lot from Peyton Watson this season just flashes of brilliance. And yeah. you're sitting there saying, like, wow, this guy, I totally buy what Calvin Boots selling. But then you're also going to see possessions where you look at him and go, this guy's got a long way to go. But overall, I'm still encouraged with what he's done these last couple games. Eric, that first block of the game—it was on the first possession.
0: That was like a, a big boy block, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I could, some guy was gonna dunk it. I don't even remember who it was. It Peyton—it wasn't Peyton Watson's man, but he rotates over mm-hmm. from behind and like get that out of there. It was one of those ones. Like, I put this on the list today. He has really good reflexes. Like, he reacts really quickly to things, and I think that's how he get these. But that play to me was probably his best play of summer league.
1: Yeah, it's fine. It was like the first play of the game, right? (laughs) right For this game, just like got it right out of the way. No, I mean, like, I I agree with you. It started off where I was like, oh, man, this guy's everywhere. He's getting rebounds. He's blocking shots. He is in the lanes. He's like not – he's keeping his guy in front of him. Um, And it really felt like early on it was like, my God, like this was – this is like the Nuggets main pick from this draft, which is hilarious because we were like – You know just thinking that he was just a flyer you know not a lot to look forward to Christian Brown was like the real prize Um, you know as the game went on I mean it's it's hard to read too much into any of this but you're right like it, it was it, it just it feels like the word we're gonna use every single time we talk about him is just the word confidence like he came out his confidence was sky high and then like as the game went on it like got a little bit like less and less he, like his shot became worse and worse and um he just kept falling down like at various points like trying to make it's actually one him. of my
0: notes here it's funny one of my notes is he falls over a lot on drives because you're right it's like yeah. a noticeable yeah. trend with him that he drives so hard and then just like falls he just like slips like his like foot it was crazy i think anyway. it's his balance like i honestly it's a fundamental like you can imagine like playing soccer i'm not a soccer player i would probably fall over more than the <laughs> average guy just cause i'm like man this is kind of hard kicking a ball and running. <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah. it's a fundamental he falls over because he gets going too fast in his balance yeah. isn't great
1: yeah i mean but overall it's funny like the one thing to the one like main takeaway for me from this game was just like the nuggets developed a team identity in summer league We have like we have a <laughs> summer league team identity we, they play as a team no one player is bigger than the summer league oh team. i <laughs> love it which is, is not great.
0: Bowen? Is it? Yeah, which is, is not it's, is
1: great. It's, it's not great when you're looking for one player to rise above the rest of the summer league, so you can sign them. But I, I don't know if they could sign the whole team. Like, we'll it's,
2: it's not about the name on the back of the jersey <laughs> line. It's about the name on the front. <laughs> I don't even
0: think they have a name on the front. I'm not sure. It's unclear. Uh, it's the, uh, these, uh, I agree with you though. Part of it is I think actually how we should be analyzing this team and that is they <laughs> the nuggets put together a roster of defenders because they want to see who could defend and they want to find a defender but this is not like a healthy roster in terms of like oh they check all boxes you got a bunch of you got a shooter you got a slash like they don't they're missing a creator and yes. Gillespie is the best of them by far like he, he's actually really good we're gonna talk about him because he's he's my large adult son I love that dude. But they're missing guys that can just kind of make things happen, get to the rim and make shots, get to the mid-range and make shots. They don't have that. So I think you do have a little bit of a bunch of guys that are kind of like standing around looking at each other. I do like yeah. this comment, though, Harrison. Peyton is baby Giannis. No question. <laughs> I've seen Yeah, no I mean, cr-
2: cr- He's a mix of baby Giannis and Kevin Durant. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, wow. <laughs> but he's like, love, look, Summer League is for the hype. It's look, so I'll, I'll say this, man. I'll say this. <laughs> The Nuggets just haven't had a guy like Peyton Watson in the Jokic era, 6'8 and a natural three, who's a projectable elite defender. The closest guy that they've had that fits that archetype is Jeremy Grant. And you know, he was even playing a little out of position at the three. He he wasn't the lockdown defender that Peyton Watson can be in due time. I just think it's exciting that they finally have this. Six-eight dude with a seven-foot wingspan who can just be an all-NBA-level defender one day. Like, we've been asking for Denver to get this type of guy forever. And now the Nuggets finally have him. So it, it's, been, it's been cool just to see the flashes.
0: Yeah. I, I actually am pretty intrigued with Peyton Watson. Like, I'm in. Even though tonight was I, – I kind of feel like this is going to be 50% of the nights for Peyton Watson. I really do. Like, this for is sure. – you mentioned it was better than the first game, worse than the second. I think it might have been a little bit closer to the second game. Like the first 4 minutes all like the second game, maybe even better. But after that point, like he had 7 points then, I think he finished with 9. So after that point, he was kind of back to first game. And I just his his skill level, his fundamentals are so raw that I think he's going to have a lot of nights like this where where the stuff that doesn't the stuff that doesn't pop is going to shine a little bit more. But nonetheless, I still – I actually remain encouraged. I will say, can you imagine if we would have seen game one of Peyton Watson and then game three of Peyton Watson and not game two? Like we would be a lot more nervous if we didn't see the like good – you know, the payoff. Right.
2: But just imagine – just imagine if we had seen game two of Peyton Watson before game one of Peyton Watson. (laughs) The hype would have been out of control. And the hype would have been on another level. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, uh, the –
1: I don't know. If we would have seen game one, then game two, we would have been like, oh, man, he's he's getting he's getting better, getting better. I can, yeah, see, yeah, it. I can see it. And yeah. then but unfortunately, it's never good when you move backwards. That's that's yeah. that's, that's tough to swallow.
0: Um, it, it, I, 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 I love Rob. Chay. I didn't know anybody was all in on paid Watson. Good for you. I mean, honestly, like there's no reason not to be or, you know. <laughs> You can kind of stake your your, Dude, your claim here on some of these guys. Baby Giannis. He says he is baby Giannis, 100, just a year behind Giannis as a rookie. This kid is going to be a star. I'm all in. Um, I mean, Holy we'll see. Smokes. I'm not going to make any big proclamations, honestly. About I think I'm three games in. I feel like I'm not going to make any big proclamations on any of the players. I just – none of the guys have done anything positive or negative enough to warrant the hot take. It's just like, okay, I kind of see what they're supposed to be. I have no idea yeah. if they're going to actually be that or not. Um, The next guy we have to talk about, though, maybe the most important one, Christian Brown, 30 minutes tonight, 30 and a half minutes, gets eight points, 12 rebounds, five assists, one steal, three blocks. That's a hell of a stat line right there, D-line. That's a hell of a stat line. Eight points is a little low, but then we scroll over. One of ten from the field, oh so of bad. five from the three-point line. He even went six of eight from the foul line. Now, that was O of two. He missed two free throws on a, on a shooting foul. So I look at this, and I go, he still filled up the box score and all the other stuff, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal, 3 blocks. Like, that's really impressive. But we're three games in now, and his shooting has just consistently been bad. And I feel like he's in his head.
1: He's definitely in his head, and his shooting's getting worse. That's, like, not what you want to see. Like, the confidence spectrum is going the opposite direction for Christian Brown than it is for Peyton Watson. Like, he came out in, our, in the first game we watched, we were like, oh, my God. Like... This guy's the perfect guy. Like he is fearless. He is emotionless out there. He's a killer. And now it's like, can he shoot the ball? Like, like can he? He has no confidence on offense. He's not looking for a shot at all. He uh, and he, it's funny because you know, again, this is summer league. Like you said, there's absolutely no creators on this team outside Colin Gillespie. There are a couple times, like several times, where he found himself at the top of the key. and was looking to kind of make. Uh, some moves, you know, that kind of shimmy back and forth. And it just looks so rough, like clearly not his game. Um, but the problem was, is, is that he was also being fed spot up shots and he was just not even coming close to connecting on those either. Um, he was missed, he missed a flow. I mean, he just was so bad on the offensive end tonight that it's, it sucks because we, he, we gave him a yellow ball, which is if you look at the rest of his stats, like he, you know, 12 rebounds, five assists. Like, yeah. Three blocks, whatever. I mean, those are. That's like, that's a good night, typically speaking. It was just so unspeakably terrible on the offensive end. Like, like you said, I mean, it's summer league. We'll say that a million times. I don't know, blah 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 blah. blah. But man, it just it not not an encouraging night for Christian Brown. Brown Town on notice.
2: Ooh, Brown Town on notice. (laughs) Look, I I mean, the shot's been really bad. He's one of twenty from three through three (laughs) summer league games. Like any way you splice it. That's ugly. And tonight, he shot a three pointer early on the game, absolutely bricked it, like barely grazed the rim. And I'm with you, D line. I felt like from that point on, he kind of shied away from the ball, just didn't really want yeah. it. Like we've seen him want it.
0: I don't know. It's not about in these want last it. couple of games. Don't, don't you think he's
2: in his head? Like it's not about want it because want it well, but, why I want it. it. But, but like we've seen him, you know, like it's try to go yeah. to the ball like still try to get stuff you know get the ball get something at the rim it seemed like he was barely touching it uh after that first three that browns he bricked all in yeah, it's not good in brown uh, right like now good, it's not good it's not good it's really am, am i am i nervous am i nervous about christian brown's sh- shot and his offensive game no i think he's going to be fine but um you just want to see him get some threes to go down like his defense was really good today again He was rebounding as well. His defense the other game against Ochai Abaji was great. Like, he locked him up. But I just got to see him hit some threes here. Yeah.
0: The question now is, are you concerned? And I would say I'm not concerned. It's summer league. Like, summer league really doesn't matter that much. I am impressed with much of his game. Like, I do think his defense has been pretty good. He does see – you know, one of the things Calvin Booth said after the draft was, we want guys that just do stuff. They just like, whether they're having a good yeah. game or not, they just get their hand, they get deflections, they get rebounds, they get tips, they take charges. Christian Brown is that. Like he actually does all of those things and he has even in his bad games. At some point you would have liked to see some shots go down and now that we are three games into Summer League, I mean Summer League might only be two more games. They've got one more in pool play, then they go to the tournament round, which is kind of the dumbest round of all of the, all of the history of basketball. But really it's like one more, maybe two more games to showcase himself So even if he has two good shooting games, you'll still look at three bad shooting games, you know, whatever. But it would be nice to see him get one or two. And I see some people in the chat saying, hey, his shot looks really flat. I agree. That's the one thing when you watch the shot, it doesn't have a lot of arc on it. Like, it's really kind of a dart that he's throwing right now. So um, on top of that, tonight, he got by the first line. You know, he got to the rim and wasn't finishing. He had a couple shots that you kind of expect. It's one thing to miss threes. Guys wax and wane on three-point shooting. But when you get to the rim, that should be a more consistent shot. Like you, there should be certain shots, and tonight he missed a couple of them. That you're like, yeah, you got to make those at the NBA level um, to kind of stay on it. Yeah. So he's yeah. struggling. I do think he's in his head. But you yeah. know what? What have we heard from Calvin Booth and everyone else about Christian Brown? He's a winner, right? He's a winner. Mm. One of the things that's interesting about we this won is, tonight, baby. Two and, tonight? No, two and one. <laughs> two and one. Two and one. Let's, Let's go. Guy, he's, he's a winner. Close to, <laughs> this close to being three and zero. Oh. Uh, which is kind of funny. The two and one, they get, the, they, they get the win tonight. But more importantly, this is a chance. Tonight, the thing that was most shocking to me was I thought Christian Brown got scared. Not, not scared, but just got a little bit gun-shy. Tentative. tentative, I would say. And I want to see if in this next game, if that carries over. Because for him to succeed next year, he's going to face a lot of adversity. He's going to get DMPs, He's going to play and get yanked. Like he's going to have moments where he's not good, and and if summer league is sort of causing him that sort of gut check, then I don't have as much confidence. Like that, come January, February, he's going to be a guy that can save the Nuggets, you know, uh, or or play those kind of minutes. So in some ways, this is a good sort of gut check for him. Um, can we get to my guy now? Which is your guy? You guys Colin? know who my guy is. Collin Let's go! I love this dude, man. I I'm do too, man. You. And tonight. Most important of all, we got the all coveted Monte Morris stamp of approval, you guys. Monte Morris, I, I, so watching the game. First of all, still Mr. Nugget. Until we find he's got to have
2: something better to do than watch Nuggets Clippers on a Wednesday. We night, don't. Right? Why would he?
0: Well, yeah. does why, why he? You think he really does? Um, and he's watching him, and he tells and he says that he's a believer. He's a fan uh, of Colin Gillespie. He says like I know what I'm talking about or something like. That. I'm trying to find the tweet right now as we say it. What do you make Harrison of getting the Monte Morris stamp of approval?
2: Well, I love it, man. It's not like Monte was given the stamp of approval to one of Denver's first round picks. He gave it to, (laughs) yeah, a point guard, but a guy who went undrafted and um, look, I'm sure like Monte knows Colin Gillespie's game. I'm sure he knows everybody's game that's ever played the game of basketball, but I, I thought it was cool. And I bet Monte sees a little of himself in Colin Gillespie. (laughs) Four-year player in college. Gillespie is actually a five-year player, but guy who doesn't really turn the ball over, who just runs his team. And the Nuggets got a good one in Colin Gillespie that they absolutely did. Like, he is... Steady Colin Gillespie. Like he, you know what you're going to get from him yeah. Steady every Gillespie. single
0: night that <laughs> he's out there. So Gillespie.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I, th- I think it's big, and I think you can look at Colin Gillespie, and I've tweeted this and I've written it, and you can look at him and say, all right, maybe the Nuggets just got their Monte Morris like they did in 2017 again. Yeah. He, can I tell I think-
0: you something real quick, D-Line? Mr. Nugget, we all know that's Monte Morris. We haven't awarded anybody Mr. Nugget just yet. We know that Colin it's Gillespie a is going a to be of down with the Grand Rapids. Goal. Unbelievable! We, we know you can't, can't be, be down there on a two-way. Dude, he's
1: Mister Gold. He's Mister Gold. Let's go, gold. the Golden Boy. I think he might be Mister Gold. He loves gold. I'm in it, Mister Gold. Absolutely, no question. With a bullet, <laughs> Colin Gillespie. I love my favorite part about Colin Gillespie is that everyone sees themselves in him. Michael Malone <laughs> sees him <laughs> like he's just. So we should call true. him the Mirror. He's just everybody sees themselves in. Can I tell game. you?
0: Everybody's wrong about this though, because he's actually good. Like everybody's. Uh, I like, do. Oh, he's the every man who just tries hard. No, he's a stud, man. That dude is a stud.
1: He's a total stud. I, I, I honestly think the Monte Morris comp is kind of cheating him. Like, I think he's better than oh, Monte Morris in a lot of ways. No, 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 no. hold on, on, hold, on, on, hold, come on. on. Come hold on, on. Come, hold come on, on. come hold on. On. Dion. Hold Dion. Hold Dion. on, hold, Dion. hold Dion. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. In potential, in potential, like Monte Morris, I just see more uh explosivity out of colin gillespie i see more uh trickery ball handling i see like he's he looks like monte morris now you know like monte morris (laughs) has a like largely unspectacular steady game i think hold on
0: can i recap real quick hold on kate Watson, baby yes baby okay colin gillespie is monte morris right now yes
1: Uh, in 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 play style i just i literally see cp3 in his game like I, i i i I I don't know what to say like when I watch him he reminds me more of Chris Paul than he does of Monte Morris not saying like that the skill level will ever get them to that place but at least like I I just think that he is more about like driving play than Monte Morris is Monte Morris is more about like um, just like I even though he never turns the ball over he's super uh, reliable like I don't view Monte Morris necessarily as a floor general like I just view him as a guy that can kind of get things started but Colin Gillespie feels like a guy that drives that he uh, attacks the rim that he has a lot going (laughs) take the column as my. that's right fuck you let's go that's my guy I see myself in Colin
0: Gillespie (laughs) 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 Uh, if I read off the statue quick from him tonight he goes for 12 points five rebounds four assists one steal one block just two turnovers in 30 minutes five of 11 from the field just two of seven from the three-point line um yeah I mean he's just been solid and a lot of those buckets came late like like just kind of putting the game away I really like his game I will say defensively um that's where I'm really watching him I think it's unfortunate that the Nuggets haven't gone up against a great backcourt for all of Denver's sake Adam but I don't
2: know Adam Adam they went up against your boy Jason Preston. Today. Hey, oh! man. Hey, man. Can I tell
0: you actually something about Jason Preston? Because you're right. Oh, he please. Guy. Please. Have you, you remember last year how skinny he He just looks so scrawny. Yeah. He filled out, man. He filled Ooh. out. He gets his red shirt ear to really put He's on, on a like- bones diet he is on the bones. that's right i love it bones five pounds
2: just like water weight just put on some water weight, like hyped about it.
0: uh so i like colin gillespie man i'm very excited for him um and easy guy to root for i'm i'm very pumped for for that era ishmael kamagate should we do it on the other side let's get ish on the other side let's take our first break um but on the other side we'll get to we'll get to kamagate maybe we'll talk a little bit about matt mitchell and jack white as well
2: The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000. If it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash it in. Plus, you can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, NBA Summer League, lots more as well. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Make your first deposit. Get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Also at Green Mountain Dental Group right now, you guys can schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam. Receive a free Sonicare toothbrush when you do. Green Mountain Dental Group, they... Located in Lakewood, they're Colorado and Denver through and through, just like us here at DNVR. A lot of us at DNVR, we go there to get our teeth cleaned, cavities filled, get our wisdom teeth out. They're great people. They're great at what they do. 15 minutes from downtown Denver, Green Mountain Dental Group. Get a cleaning x-ray and exam. Receive a free Sonicare toothbrush today.
0: All right, there. A little heat angle. next. You can see our grades. Let us know how we did. Um, I love that everybody just puts like positive words in front of Gillespie. Constant Gillespie.
2: <laughs>
0: it's like a Mad Lib, man. <laughs> it really is just Whatever positive attribute you want to give. And then it's, go, I, it's qual- I see myself Colin Gillespie. I see myself. Mirror Gillespie. <laughs> um, all right, let's move in. Ishmael Kamagate. I actually thought this was a really quiet game. I mean, he played 21 and a half minutes from him, he gets two points. Three rebounds, one steal, three block shots. So his block shots have gone up in each game, but mostly I just kind of thought he was quiet tonight. Like some of this was the ball wasn't finding him, like the team wasn't really getting the ball to him. Um, but I th- I thought there was large portions where I just didn't notice him. Harrison, what's your read on him?
2: Yeah, probably a, a similar thing to you. He still had the three blocks, which was really good. I mean, that's the one thing that we know that Ishmael Kamagate is going to do. He's going to block shots at the rim. And for a lot of this game, I mean, tell me if you think there's something here. The Clippers shot 36% from the field tonight. They had a really low two point percentage. I've got to think a lot of that was because they just didn't want to challenge Kamagate at the rim. Yeah. Uh, I think that's
0: actually very fair.
2: Yep. Yeah. So I thought he was, you know, a presence defensively, he had the three blocks. Um, offensively just didn't really get a lot of chances. Just three shot attempts.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah he's
1: like, a, he, he had like a classic as Harrison would say, uh, summer league, big man performance, like a guy that is reliant on other guys to get him. Oh, the ball, yeah. And he's just like, okay. Like, I don't know what to do. You, I won't give me the ball. So I don't know how to make any kind of impression. He was fine. Like, uh, he, the, I mean, Still, like the most impressive thing about him is his just his reach, just his big long arms. Like he totally is um, turning guys away just by his simple presence, which is cool. Like, um, I mean, they were talking. It was funny because they were talking about um, during the Michael Malone interview, like how the Nuggets were thirtieth and blocking and everything. And I was like, well, that's that would be Nikola Jokic. That makes sense. I understand that. All right. <laughs> um, right. So I, you know. It, I have no idea how Kamigate fits into the Nuggets' long-term plan. I mean, I assume they're thinking of him as their backup center probably next year. Um, but uh, he, he looked – I mean, he looked serviceable. He looked like, a, looked like a, a player.
0: The block shot part is really important. I mean, he got zero in the first game, although he did alter a lot of shots, didn't play a ton of minutes, got two in the last game and then three in this one. Um, conditioning today I didn't think was as noticeable as in previous games. Like That was one of my things about him. Um, and he does deter shots. The proof is in the pudding too. I mean, there's a lot of good defenders on the court, but you know, when you see that 30 per 6% or whatever from the field for a team, <laughs> some of that summer league, but some of that is also, you know, he's, he's making an impact out there. So, um, I still like the, the fit. I just don't think there was, was a very
2: noteworthy game from it, it's, Yeah, is-smail. it's just, it's just hard. A lot of times for a big man, like him to it's get awesome. going because you're totally reliant on your point guard and like it's have a good one in a Gillespie. good but also <laughs> i see myself in him <laughs> but even he's looking to score the ball that a little good, bit more Gillespie. than he was early on at summer league and also if you're the defense i mean you're sagging in every time and trying to let them beat you from three because nobody can really shoot it at summer league so it's it's tough for a big like kamagate to really get going but He's playing hard. I feel like he, he's playing hard. Right. He's, he's got a good motor while he's out there. Yeah. Oh, he, I think he's incapable of not playing hard. He does run out of out of air. Why does? Yeah. does Harrison
0: hate Colin? You know, I actually like, I don't, don't do see myself see, in Colin. You don't Bush. see him don't, yourself I don't, in. No. I, no, <laughs> I do Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable! Joe Harris, he sees himself. <laughs> uh, Jake Lehman, but not <laughs> Colin Oh, <Bilowski. laughs> <Yeah,
2: laughs> uh, Um.
0: All right, let's move on to some of these other guys. Uh, last, last guy I want to get into before we get into all of the two-way candidates is Jonte Porter. And I say that, maybe Jonte's a candidate. I don't think so. I don't think that's what Denver's looking for in that one. Um, I love Jonte Porter's game, though. I've said this a lot. I liked what I even saw from him tonight for the most part. I thought he had some very nice moments. Seven points, six rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, goes 3 of 7 from the field. The greatest shooting coach in America. Probably the entire world this Michael Porter senior Jante's shot is really pretty <laughs> Michael Porter shots. The most beautiful shot I've ever seen. How does he, how do you get so many? I mean, these guys are six foot 11. How do you get these guys to all have like the most beautiful textbook jumpers?
1: They're, they're bored with it. It's like literally part of their physiology. Like you, I don't know. You don't man. teach any of that. I mean, like, they're just so smooth, baby. They have, the, the porters are smooth. There's yeah. really no other way to put it. Are you impressed with them, Eric? I am like in what you're talking about, like his jump shot. He doesn't look like a big man at all yeah. when he shoots the ball. He, I mean, he, uh, you know, like his. he seems a little soft, honestly, like if when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. Um, but and also he.
0: Um, I'm being corrected here. It might be Mrs. Porter that's the shooting coach. I don't know. I remember talking to.
2: Yeah, shout out Lisa Porter.
0: Yeah, Lisa Porter. So I might I don't I don't want to get this wrong. I do remember talking to Tim Conley one time where he was talking about what a great shooting coach Michael Porter Senior is. So that's the only reason I went with it. But you know, maybe a family of basketball, a family of Hoopers, just not, yeah, just a, a bushel of Hoopers, just nonstop Hoopers. Uh, but
1: he looks, I mean, he looks interesting if, if nothing else. Like he definitely looks like he's a guy that can shoot the ball. I mean, I don't even know.
0: I'm confused about. The 19, yeah, I'm, or... I'm
1: confused about Jante Porter. Like, I, I don't know if he's like on the team to have like a serious look at him, or if it's sort of like just like a a favor to to Michael, or what the what his deal was. I mean, it was really strange to I me. Mean, he didn't play in the second game, which was made me think like maybe it's not as serious as a a proposition, but. Um... I mean, I would not hate if Jonte Border was part of the Duggets organization one way or the other.
0: I would love it. I would love it. I don't know if we can use the two-way on him and, like, the injury history makes it
2: tough. But I just like his game. I mean, he has some things in his game that I just I really like. Yeah. Well, he didn't play in the second game because I think they want to manage his knee a little bit. I I don't think his knee is 100%, which which sucks, man. And he took the whole last year off to try to get it right and and rehab it. and. I just watched John St. Porter and I I think about what could have been because you're right, Adam. He has just like such an intriguing game for the modern NBA. He can pass it. He can shoot it. Yeah. He's like this dollar store Nikola Jokic. And you, you just look at him and say like if he is healthy and if he reached his potential, he would have a place in the NBA probably. Um, I'm a big fan of him. I, I really like him as a person and a player, but – yeah, I just I don't see the second two-way being used on him, unfortunately. I see some people, I'm telling you, on
0: Twitter right now are saying that Eric is now the leader of the Colin Gillespie. What yeah, happened here? Yeah, let's let's fucking go! go. Oh, oh, man. Yes. Oh, I, yes. I have the flag up. on there. Bless, Bless <laughs> up. You guys are all copying me. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Um, all right, I want to talk about the three guys that we all seem to be, believe are the main competitors for that second two-way, and they all had something interesting tonight. You've got Adonis Arms, who goes for six points, forced this, one rebound, one steal, one tomahawk jam. Uh, you have Almost two. Almost, all, well, no, almost like not even close, but he tried it anyway. Which yeah, I one
1: was murder, the other was attempted murder.
0: Yeah, like really poorly <laughs> attempted. Jack White out of Australia. Fourteen points, six rebounds, oh, one assist, two steals, one block, five of six from the field, two of two from the three-point line, which is very notable. Um, that's really going to be the part that make or breaks him. Talk about a guy—he's the Colin Gillespie of small forward. <laughs> <laughs> Solid white. Yeah, <light>. I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, steady white.
2: Are you
0: <laughs> Jack?
1: why do we do this show what
0: is the point of this show i don't <laughs> we shouldn't do this show at 11 o'clock at night is what we're learning here
2: <laughs> yeah, Jack white. the
0: last one let me just go to matt mitchell real quick he had 17 points a game high 17 points six rebounds three assists two steals five fouls six of twelve from the field five of ten from the three-point line um harrison those three guys arms white mitchell how do you uh how do you break down the three of them today? And then kind of who's leading your clubhouse right now?
2: Well, the Matt Mitchell game, I think was notable today because we've all been waiting for him to have a game that we could just at least talk about a little on this show. Uh, Cause we haven't really mentioned his name at all. If you guys remember, he was getting a lot of buzz throughout summer league training camp about yeah, a lot of buzz. potentially, you know, it could be his two way spot to lose And tonight, he had really his first nice game at Summer League, hit five of 10 threes, played good defense, which he's been doing. So I'd probably say he's still the leader in the clubhouse, but I don't get the sense that anybody has really separated themselves. Um, Adonis Arms has flashed. And I think out of any of these three, like you could kind of squint and see it with him just because his athleticism and just his measurables – and then with Jack White, I mean, Jack White's just a really good player. Uh, we said this after he had 15 rebounds last game. He, he's a really good player. He's been playing professionally for the last couple of years. I just don't know what he is in the NBA.
0: Yeah. yeah. Eric, where are you at with those three guys? Uh, Wow. I,
1: I think Jack White has had two really solid games in a row. I think he got flames last time and red ball from us this time. He could
2: have maybe been flames to be honest
0: man like today like he
2: was really Jack good. White's been the best player out of these 3. It's just what is he at the NBA level? I
0: mean, I don't know.
1: He's just a solid guy that has a big barrel chest that get that's unafraid that doesn't get blown by that can make shots that can get rebounds. He's just like a ultimate glue guy. Um, It's funny, like I. Would you say,
2: Eric? Would you say, Eric, that he's a Joe Ingles type? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I
1: see. Okay, Patty Mills, Joe Ingles. I mean, like I. Those are the comps. Like Ben Simmons. I mean, that's just who I see. No, like he. uh, (laughs) He's just. I mean, he's just a solid solid player and and sometimes you just need like guys that don't need to be anything other than where the ball is make the right choice make you know keep the ball moving um so i think he's probably the the leader in my clubhouse jack white and then uh mitchell's game was probably the most impressive game i think of any of them that have been recorded in any of the games. Like he was really good. He started off really bad this game. He like was like oh for three or 0 for five yeah. or something. And then and then he really caught fire. He showed like he had a really nice looking um, fadeaway mid range. Hit those threes, um, and they were like you know and. In, 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 as much as you can have a big shot in a summer league game, like they were, when the <laughs> when the ultra scary Clippers led by Jay Scrub were making their heated comeback, like um, you know it was <laughs> Mitchell that was able to sort of quiet the quiet the run, steady the uh, the team, and and get things going that way. So. <laughs> And Adonis Arms, I mean, I, I I agree with you. Like, he's just so I mean, first off, it's just the name. I mean, I, how badly do we want Adonis Arms on our name? Yeah, you really team? like more than yeah. anything. Like, if that guy's name was like Ted Johnson, we'd be like, this guy sucks. Like, <laughs> 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 but He's Adonis Arms.
0: I'm like, look at those arms, dude. They're amazing. What do you <laughs> like when he slams it? In? Yeah. Um Harrison's point is this is the one because to me this is like a no question it's Jack White has been so good he might be the best nugget of summer league he might be the best summer league nugget the guy is so solid I am so impressed with him my favorite type of player (laughs) and it is funny like we almost talk about him as like the underdog you know like oh man he's trying to break his way in he's trying to sneak past these other guys he went to Duke like, he's, he's a top prospect. Now he's been playing professionally for several years. He's actually not of any way an underdog. He should be down there. Chrysalis <laughs> arms. Chrysalis arms. <laughs> <laughs> that's a deep cut right there, Tillin. <laughs> uh, Are we just so hilarious,
2: terrible. or is the chat, like, on fire today? Dude, I never the chat, dude, the- usually hungry but now I'm, summer
1: the, the, the chat yeah, is in the chat's
2: th- delirious from three games of summer league. Dude, the,
1: no the, the chat is in postseason form we're in off season form. the chat is like never yeah, been better they really are. never been
0: sharper um but jack white to me even with all of that i look at it and i go he just affects winning and like what do you need out yeah. of these two-way guys you know we've done the upside thing and at that two-way spot they're like oh if this guy hits he's a star i just part of me just thinks denver needs you look at the playoffs last year Denver just needs guys that – you have a bunch of these, these different guys, and then when the playoffs arrive, you're like, okay, who do we need? Do we need Jack White? He's going to rebound. He might guard. He ha- I've actually been very impressed with his on-ball defense, his ability to keep people in front of him. Maybe that's all you need is – you're not talking about a guy that's going to play a ton of minutes ever in his career, but maybe he's a guy that yeah. can play five to ten minutes in a playoff series just to fill a gap that you kind of need. And Dude, he's
1: I, he's flat. He's Latko. He's a shorter Latko. He's just like a guy that can t- kind of do – Everything okay, nothing spectacular, won't mess it up, won't win right. it, won't lose it. Um, we'll make the right play, we'll get the rebound. He just, it just, he's just another Vlako, you know, in the, in
0: the best possible way. And then Adonis Arms, to me, is by far the like, least good, impactful player. You know, like he's got the athleticism, and when he pops, it really pops. You're like, he's the guy that you would pick if you were like, hey, we, he might grow into Torrey Craig. know which is good like tory craig started for a while started playoff series for denver like adonis arms maybe you can talk yourself into being molded in that i don't personally see it i see the physical tools and i see some of the like playmaking but i actually just don't like i think he's more likely to be a negative player at the nba level for a while and do you really need that do you really want that whereas jack white maybe doesn't have anything better than what he's shown already but i kind of feel like you could plug him in And give you five minutes in a pinch, and he would be something for you. So, uh, and then Mitchell's the weird one, just because I still don't feel like I know what his game is. He hit five threes tonight. I have I have no idea if that means he had a good game or if he had a bad game and then hit five threes. Like I I don't know. It's so hard.
1: Mitchell, you know Mitchell is is David Roddy, like just a big, thick guy. Like he can shoot. Harder. I I don't know, man. To me, it's like they're they're pretty analogous. It's like you can (laughs) he does he plays. Somehow smaller than he looks like he's more finesse than you would expect for such yeah. a big, strong guy. Mm-hmm. And um, he has a good touch. And I mean, you would expect a guy like that to just be bowling guys over, knocking guys out of the way, slamming at the rim. But he's that's not his game. Um, surprisingly, um, so I, I don't know what to make of him either. Except for the, I, I think he I mean, he played well. He, he stood out to me tonight. Like, I thought he had a really great He had game. a really
0: good game. He had a really good
2: game. Yeah. Yeah. Arms is a project for sure. Like you would put him on a two-way and be like, all right, we're going to develop you. We're, we're, we're really going to like put some resources into, yeah, developing you and, and your legs. But um, <laughs> I mean, green light Jack White is <laughs> the best player of the three. He's like a lot better than I can't believe it, Harrison
0: cracked himself up. <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> Nothing better than when Harrison People keep saying Lou Dort is the comp for Mitchell. I kind of, I, what I see is that Lou Dort is such a running back, like he's a fullback, right? With the way he like sort of drives to the lane, It's like he's he's like hitting the hole. Um, I don't know if I see that physically. I kind of see it from Mitchell, but Eric's right. For as big as he is, he doesn't really play that way. He kind of goes mm-hmm. his fall away a lot. A lot. Oh yeah, he, he doesn't play strong, strong at all. Um, um, defensively, though, he is. A, that's where his strength really shines through. Like that guy really is. He is a brick wall. That actually would maybe be his nickname because the way he plays defense is where he like slides into guys and they hit him and just like bounce off him. And he's like, nope, you're not going past. So um, I don't know. I I'm glad I don't have to make the decision. I would probably go Jack White. I do like his game. If he's a three point shooter, he went two for two tonight. If he was a three point shooter, which I don't believe he is, but if he was, I'd be like, oh, he's a surefire NBA player. Like he's a great connector. So if that's uh-huh. the only swing piece for him maybe you kind of believe you can get him into the system and kind of get him to become green light jack white. Uh, yeah. <laughs> green light jack white is uh he's an nba player. Yellow light, I don't know. Red Dude, light, no. Get back to
1: the can't, NBA. We can we have he we can't jack white cannot enter into our sphere and we give him a nickname that's not based on the white stripes. This is the lead singer <laughs> of the white stripes is Nate jack white. I won't hear anything else. We can well, workshop it later. You gotta, right. you gotta
0: go through the catalog and find a good name. All right, the, the, um, yeah,
1: the Seven Nation Army. I mean, whatever. We'll I
0: figure know. it out. I mean, come on. We might <laughs> Jack White is guy. I kind of I like it. Um, Harrison, why don't you take us into the break? But on the other side, there's actually a lot of news to get you guys. Cantavius Caldwell Pope has been extended by the Denver Nuggets. This is actually a pretty meaningful development that we just got saw tonight. And then also, Michael Ballone says that Jamal Murray is going to be on a minutes restriction when the season opens up next year. We kind of suspected, but that feels like news. We'll get to both of those mm-hmm. on the other side.
2: Make sure to pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager from Breckenridge Brewery. Breck Brew is the official beer of DNVR. Make sure picks up some pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager wherever you are. If you're not in Colorado, if you need to know where to get Breck Brew, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator on Breckbrew.com. That will tell you where to get Mile High City Copper Lager any Breckenridge Brewery, the Brew Good Company seltzers as well, uh, no matter where you are. So make sure to pick up some Breckenridge Brewery and some Mile High City Copper Lager today. Brew is the official beer of DNVR. Also, if you want to get set up and be able to watch Nuggets and Avs and Rapids games next season, check out Ivaca TV. Ivaca TV uh, has altitude sports, they have AT&T Sportsnet, so you can watch the Rockies as well. They have other national channels too. You can get it at evaca.tv slash dnvr Use the promo code dnvr You're going to get $10 off your first three months It's only $15 a month for those first three months, plus a receiver no contract, no hidden fees Evaca.tv slash dnvr. Use the promo code dnvr Get $10 off your first three months. That comes out to $15 a month You can also watch us on evoca tv on the dnvr channel how cool is that we have our own tv channel on evoca tv make sure to check them out today
0: back here final segment of the dnvr nuggets podcast and um we have to get to our top story tonight guys i actually forgot about it our top story our top story coming in the third segment oh crap it's that i was gonna get into uh let me hold on I'm really
2: choking here our top, our
1: top story coming in the third segment that you're unprepared for I'm, as you introduce
0: it i'm on this new computer i'm being controlled I'm a wreck right now you guys I'm wreck. oh here it is our top physical story.
2: jitterbug F- physical matt mitchell what about that
1: <laughs> no yeah. he's he's the matt truck
2: today, yeah, the
0: Truck. today i don't know if you guys saw this Uh, Larry Nance Jr. hopped on the road trip and podcast and told Ah. a story. The story, he said, the most impressive performance he's ever seen on a basketball court was Nikola Jokic's 46-point triple-double against the New Orleans Pelicans. His New Orleans Pelicans this year in March. March 5th, I believe, was the date. He said, and then he clarified. He didn't want anybody to misthink, oh, oh, maybe he's not remembering all of the games he's witnessed personally. He was on the court for LeBron James's game one of the 2018 NBA Finals, in which LeBron James had 58 and eight, almost unseating like the perfect team, um, which, in my opinion, is the greatest single game I've ever watched, like complete game. Larry Nash Jr. says, No, I remember that game, guys. The Jokic one just a little bit better. (laughs) He's unstoppable. That game now, guys. To be fair, that game was perfect. Yeah, Jokic was incredible. But I kind of feel Larry Nance Jr. definitely in the club. No? Oh, dude, Larry
1: Nance Jr. He's got a uh, he's got a guest pass for as long as he wants it. I mean, when you especially today also started off with uh, the guy that was filling in for. Oh, I can't. Oh, yeah.
0: Whoever's that that rich eyes, the rich eyes
1: and fill in that go there's nothing worse than somebody (laughs) calmly calmly explaining to you like just absolute nonsense. She's like, Well, if you think about it, and you're like, No, I don't care how calm you are as you deliver these insane points, it makes them no less insane. So, to then for the day to wrap up with the absolute, uh, most beautiful cosine I've ever seen in my life. The most impressive game he's ever seen. Nikola Jokic. I, you know what's funny is I, I didn't even re- really remember that game. That's what? that is what what. Li- whole- it wasn't in the front part of my brain. I'm just saying, like, that's what Bro. Nikola Jokic is. You can have this many things where a game like that can sort of fall by the wayside because he's so goddamn impressive. I mean, listen, I, I'm not saying it wasn't a good game. I'm saying Nikola Jokic is that dude where he can you have a game that is You need to go that watch
0: the, that game again. You need to go watch I will, up.
1: but I'm telling you, there are other games that you can, that no, have been happened the since then that I've been so that as impressed game. by.
0: Like, yeah, the, the Clippers game, that one, game four of the playoffs, like... Those are the games you need to remember from this year. The Monte game winner probably probably won that one
1: for sure. I, 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 but you, I mean, you get my larger point is that Nikola Jokic is that impress. Like if. For example, green white, green light. Jack White had a game like that. We would never stop talking about it, like the Wancho game. Like there's the no greenest yeah. of
0: green lights for Jack White if he had yes. The
1: Wancho game will never, or I mean, the Bo Cruz game will never be forgotten. But Nikola Jokic can just have eight million the most impressive games anyone's ever seen, and they're different games.
0: Right, Wind, I got to share what a great tweet we got from uh, our guy here, marquis Jarman, he says, my friends took a candid picture of me walking in somewhere. <laughs> so good. I is in the meme. Look at this. I, it,
2: that's incredible. It? Literally that's-
0: the greatest thing of all time. I also love that this wasn't staged. Like, his buddies just took a photo, and he's like, yo, in the club. Uh, I'm,
2: hold on. What, what's this guy's name? Marquise? Uh, Jarman. Harman? Marquise Jarman. I, I I don't know. I don't believe you that that was not staged. I'll just say that I think that was planned. <laughs> oh, I man. think that was planned. <laughs> I
1: mean, it wasn't this. Uh, if it was, if it was planned, terrible job because he's opening the door like and walking through it as opposed to opening the door for somebody else. Some of the logistics were off. So, or the specifics were off. Good so, attempt
2: though, Marquis. Good attempt. I
1: think I I would. I, I think that was unplanned. I think he just literally is a member of
0: the club. Ryan Green with yeah. a good one. Jack White is hot from three. The three-point line becomes the white stripe. God damn, it. Stop
1: encouraging Ryan Green. No one retweet Ryan Green. No one follow Ryan Green. We can't. This is becoming uh, bigger than you guys
0: realize. D-line. Adam is right. That Pelican's second half in OT was the best. That's, That's not what of, I said. A lot of people here saying Adam <laughs> was right. D-line was wrong. Don't, here that. are the things
1: you cannot do. You can't retweet or acknowledge a pun made by ryan green or say the words adam was right in any circumstance
0: (laughs) anyway i thought it was really cool that larry nance and also by the way i don't know if i'd ever heard larry larry nance talk that way like just talk he was a great podcaster like the way he tells that story on the show that's actually like an eight minute clip i tried to condense down hilarious like he actually you know who he reminds me of is blake griffin you know blake griffin has a really good like comedic delivery of things Larry Nance, yeah. who knew? Great comedic timing. Um, Interesting. Um, yeah. Interesting. All right, our real top story tonight, though, is actually that the Denver Nuggets have extended Contavious Caldwell-Pope. They've given him uh, a one-plus-one extension, so he'll have this season plus one more, and then he'll have a player option on the final year of that deal. It was a two-year extension for $30 million, of course, the second half of that being that player option. So $15 million a year. He's on a $14 million contract. He gets bumped up to two more years of $15 million the big story here is you know the nuggets got jeremy grant they put they, the nuggets gave up some pieces to get contavious caldwell pope if you only have him for one year all year are you sweating he's on a contract year he could walk you get a jeremy grant situation locking him up the nuggets have their roster now for at least two years they're going to get to run if they want they get to give this thing two years chance harrison were you surprised by this extension were you excited by it? What, what, what was your takeaway
2: This is a great move. It's a great move from Calvin Booth to lock this guy in. And, yeah, you're right. They did give up. You know, say what you want about Will Barton and Monte Morris. One guy is probably on the downside of his career. The other guy is a backup point guard. But it's two starters from last year's team um, that won a lot of games and made the playoffs. Like, that's a bunch to give up in a trade. And, you know, you get back a starter in KCP, but – to lock him in and to have all five members of this starting lineup under contract for the next two plus years, that's massive, man. That's the window. You know, we've got like two and a half years to get this shit done and yeah. we'll, we'll see what it looks like on the other side. Um, But it's a great move to lock him in. If they were to let him get to free agency, like he would have been in demand. So I, I think that it, it, it was the right move. You could see it coming. And um Denver's got their starting five for the next couple of years. It's a great feeling.
1: Yeah, they they definitely like this front office, minus Tim Conley, like learned their lesson with Jeremy Grant, clearly. Like they they did pull the same thing with uh uh with Aaron Gordon. Like they just preemptively right. signed to him to an extension just to make sure that when, you know, like the first year that he's here isn't just then the conversation comes up like, okay, is he gonna resign? Blah blah blah. Distracting throughout the year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and i mean i love it it's just like okay this is the guy it also shows like intentionality like this is the guy we wanted let's make sure that we you know he fits the vision of the team that we have so let's make sure that we give this team the vision uh and the the runway to actually accomplish the goals that we think that they can so
0: i love it can i take one other little victory lap here and i'm actually serious about this one not for myself i people have to understand something I, i i just want the truth, like the right criticisms. I don't like when people make the wrong criticisms. Like if you make the wrong criticisms and I agree with you that you should be criticizing the person, but I think in the wrong way, I'll I'll argue that, but no, 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 here's the problem. When I said that I thought the Cronkies were at a point where they are willing to open up the checkbook, that was from what I believe to be very well-sourced information and, and not just that, also from looking cross-referencing their other teams and saying, hey, yep. the Crunkies have been cheap for yep. almost all of their existence. But for some reason, and I don't know why, I'd love to have Josh on the show to explain it, for some reason, they appear to be in a moment in time when they're willing to spend right now. The table's and we, hot. And we just saw I'll that. I'll tell with, you why. We just saw that with um, with the Rams. We Now we're seeing it with the Abs. They're like they're opening up the checkbook right now for this Avs team and, and uh, signing some guys to deals that people didn't expect. And now you get in, and I remember. Look, the first day of free agency, it did look not great. It looked like okay, they're <laughs> they're shedding some salary. It's not looking good here. The Nuggets are not are now not just committed to a lot of money right now. They're committed to money for three years basically. Could they get under it? Yes, but it would actually take hard work. Like these are not moves of an owner that is looking to shed salary. It would now take hard work to shed salary from this point yeah. forward. So I just. Whether, whatever, again, you can criticize them in a lot of different capacities, but right now, for whatever reason, I just think it's important to acknowledge hey, they appear to be spending money, like real money. They yeah,
2: are. And, and I'll tell you why they are. Like, the Cronkies got a taste of winning championships in the last 12 months with mm. the Rams winning the Super Bowl, the Avs winning the Stanley Cup, pretty much back to back. They got a taste of it. Like, the Cronkies are on top of the sports world right now. If the Nuggets I win hope a championship this is I hope this is next is. season, if the Nuggets win a championship next season, it will be like an unprecedented run for ownership, winning three world championships in the span of like 24 months or something like that. It, it'd be crazy. It'd be less um, than that. It'd be like 16 months. Yeah, 16 it. months. It'd be something crazy. Yeah, like one and a half years. The, the feeling inside the Nuggets organization right now is, is the Cronkies are more motivated than ever because – They've gotten this taste of winning. These people are the most competitive people you've ever met. More competitive than steady con Gillespie. No, but <laughs> you take that back! who is an incredibly competitive dude. But these guys are the most some of the most competitive dudes on the planet. Speaking about the Crockies, they want to win. They gotten a taste of winning championships. And they want to stack as many as they can right now. Like that's where this is coming from. And yeah, they are spending money, and they're doing everything we've asked of them in in that capacity. Yeah, it, it could be the drunk, you
0: know, drunk with winning thing that really could be it. I, I think it might be more that their mo is just to be cheap at all times until your team's ready to go all in. Yes. Like they might be the team, at the, the guy at the poker table who never bets, always folds, and then when yes. they get the good hand, they're like all in. That might be them.
1: I think that that's exactly it. And it's, I think it's more than just like feeling that. I mean, I, I think it, like, I watched Josh Kroenke walk into uh, Cox Pavilion, and he just, his chest was, like, puffed out, like, he like had <laughs> such a it. swag about him. I was like, and I, good for him, man. Like, yeah. I agree, like, the Kroenke's really are, they, you know, they've been taking, like, universal flack for years. They've been, like, painted the villains, like, their, like, forms have been burned in effigy in England, like, something usually reserved for literal witches, and people have been mad at them, and i really have always sort of held the belief especially with this nugget squad that it's like once it's worth spending like it's stupid to just throw bad money at a team just because then you can say oh they're spending i mean if you can't convince the right players to come to your team and it takes it takes a while to build a team you can only add one to two players a year through the draft then you have to convince players to come through free agency which has always been difficult for Denver just because of the regionality of it and that's changing like now it makes sense now you have the back to back mvp now your two complementary stars are supposedly going to be healthy like now is the time to strike it's exactly that you're on the you're on the blackjack table and you know the table is hot like double those bets, triple those bets. Like now's the time, man. Like That is oh, Eric. Style. The- You're right. Those Dude, as hot, soon baby. as as soon as we switch out the shoe, like pull those bets back, man. Yeah, we switch out the back. dealer, the vibes like change that. entirely, but like How
0: long do you think this that Eric is going to be making just Vegas themed Forever. This will never end. <laughs> um I yeah. The KCP thing, Harrison, is there any part of you that worries at all that it is an extension for a guy we haven't seen. Like we don't know that KCP fits. We all think he does. It seems like the town fits, but maybe he doesn't. Is there any concern now that you just added more money to a guy we've never seen play with this group?
2: Uh, sure, there's always the unknown, but it's not like they added him for a ton more money. I mean, he was making 14 million last year. He's making 15 million on this extension, so it's tradable as well. But I think Denver. Looked at KCP, honestly, in a very similar way to they looked at Aaron Gordon when they went out and got him. They they surveyed the market with Gordon. I don't think there were many gettable fours out there that they thought would fit better with Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, and Nikola Jokic other than Aaron Gordon. And they were right, I think. And I think they took the same approach with KCP. They looked to see what two guards were gettable, And I don't think there was one out there that they thought could be a better fit with this starting lineup than Contavious Caldwell Pope. So, sure, he might not be the perfect A-plus, 100% fit that we all think he could be, but I'd be very, very surprised if he wasn't just a great fit.
0: The last little bit of news we have here, it's not really even news. Um, we had kind of heard this behind the scenes. I think people probably speculated that this was true. But Michael Malone, who, by the way, two times now he's gone on the broadcast. I, I don't he remember. loves
2: it, man. He yeah. loves
0: it. <laughs> Are we going to see him again in Summer League? Is he going to make another broadcast? I affair?
2: mean, you, you remember my, uh, my conspiracy corner take from a couple weeks ago. Let me hear it. That Michael Malone wants to be more in the limelight this season? <laughs>
0: God. I love it gosh
1: Harrison it's, strikes it again
0: coming to fruition <laughs> I love it. I love
1: it. he's gonna be great on the podcast I'll say that
0: yeah. man I hope so man we got to get him on the show this I know travesty that he will hop on a summer league game are more people watching this than the summer league game, I I've, I've spent more time
1: defending Michael Malone than I have myself
0: <laughs> like
1: I'll, I'll take more slings and arrows online then i'll just be like well i probably deserve that and then michael malone i'm like you shut your fucking mouth man <laughs> um
0: but he says that today that he suspects that jamal murray will not be playing 35 minutes per game in fact he didn't even say he suspects he kind of stated it as a fact jamal's going to be more playing minutes in the 20s to start the season and ramping up from there eric when you hear that at all do you make you nervous was it expected is it are you cool with it? What do? You,
1: how do you feel? I mean, we're so far out that it, it, that just feels like what you're supposed to do. We'll see how he. I mean, like if Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray's like issue the last several years is he's such a slow starter. So <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Like I, I don't know yeah, if it's a great move. Out. <laughs> I don't know if it's a great move to come to actually like start him off. Like I mean, I you don't want to run him into the ground, but also to. to I don't think it's a great move to treat wrap him in bubble wrap either like he's a really young guy he's the beneficiary of like new medical innovation that has like gone on to like really seamlessly repair a lot of guys's like knees and uh achilles and things that were like formerly death sentences i just i i I feel like um Jamal Murray, we should just be thinking about, like, that he wasn't injured. Like, he just needs to get be like, Jamal, like, go out there. Be a killer. Don't think about the fact that you were injured. We don't want to remind you that you were injured. Like, it's just go time now. Like, move forward. So, I mean, we'll see. Like, obviously, at this, like, a guy, you say the same thing with Mike Porter Jr., anybody coming off of injury, like, we're not going to hurt the guy again. We want to be smart. It's a long season, blah, blah, blah. But, like, Jamal Murray needs to come out and, like, reestablish who he is in this league. He yeah. It's been too long. He, he's missed two Consecutive playoffs, which was not two calendar years because of COVID, but feels like two calendar years he's been gone, and people begin to forget about him. And it's it's time for him to like come and reestablish who he is in this league.
0: God, I love this take, Eric. Honest, honestly, God, sincerely, I love this wow. take because we keep analyzing the Murray situation from a like safe, protective, whatever, yeah, like, and he's I think a young guy, like, man, it's important. It's important. But you, I kind of do want to hear Jamal Murray with the like. I need to remind people because he does. Yes, like he does. we've seen the list. We've seen the list of the best guards in the NBA, the best young guards. He's been lapped. Like he was to me. Like people had Booker ahead of him, but I always thought that he had the more impressive resume. You know, Booker has passed him because Booker now was on a team that won 60-something games. Like yes. you know, he deserves those accolades and went to a finals. But there are guys like John Morant and these guys like in the next year. I wouldn't be surprised when we get the tiers. The rankings that always come out right before the season begins. You know how everybody does rankings of players. Oh, Brunson, I can't wait. Is Jalen Brunson gonna be ahead of Jamal Murray? For sure. Jalen Brunson? No question. No question. So They're you're right. Agree. He does need to remind people. And I hope I don't want him to like do anything dangerous, but I do hope he comes with that attitude. Not the attitude of like, I'm gonna ease into it, you know, gotta whatever. I hope it's right. like, no, like, I need to wake some people up. No doubt. Like
1: he like that's the thing, like listening to that, that same guy earlier talk about Nikola Jokic, he shouldn't have a complimentary players. It comes up there like, oh, you know, here's Jamal Murray. Like, you know, that's a pretty good little player. He's you know, it's yeah, like, and you're <laughs> like, God damn it, man. Like Jamal Murray is fucking dope. Like Jamal yeah. Murray tore the heart out of the Utah Jazz. Jamal Murray turned in the most impressive performances we've ever seen. I mean, you can throw an asterisk on there if you want to, if you're soft, but uh, the he was just making shots like, uh, that were so pressure filled, um, over and over and over again, and he was just an absolute fucking killer. And now we're looking at him as like a charity case. And so I'm ready for Jamal to come I back. I want and Jamal scream. who's
0: chomping at the bit, and the yes. they are holding him back. Like, hey, the safety is we yes. can't let him play as much as he wants. But I don't know. If, I don't know if that's the case. Like the way the team's talking about him, they are putting him in bubble wrap. And again, it's smart. They know better in terms of where he's at physically, this or that, or where he will be. But I just hope that there is that mentality of no, I'm out here to remind everybody, um, and, and that's what he takes. That does it for today. Do you have something, Harrison? You want to close with?
2: No, I just can't wait to see Jamal back out there, man. Like p- people forget that he was primed, I think, for just a massive showout in the playoffs. Like yeah. he had that 50 point game against the Cavs. The Nuggets starting lineup was dominating like it was right there for the taking and everything's just been late a couple delayed a couple years but
0: we're almost back i will say this jamal going hard for 20 minutes could be cool to watch it's true and you know what eric it means if jamal's only playing 20 25 minutes you know what that means right it means
2: we're winning games it means it means colin it. gillespie's in the rotation <laughs> <laughs> <Teddy> colin <laughs> is it <Teddy> colin? <laughs>
1: oh Wait. i know what it means it means bone thank let's you go. i couldn't you believe go. it
2: took us there this long go. to arrive i, I was queuing eric up for that i was you it up artists. for him guys bones. i'm hung over
1: from vegas you got to give me more of a tea than that and also adam we have some super chats let's, oh that's right let's we let you have forget. forget
0: you're right i do we do i put these out there thanks thank god i always for this is why we have producers David W says, Colin Gillespie, Adam's son, thank you, Adam, (laughs) large adult son, is a hooper. Oh, man, he's feeding everybody in the super chat. Oh, I would disagree with that. Also, (laughs) what's up, D-line? You're a cutie. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That on David w. There. Look at
0: that, wow, there. that Wow, that super chat You a cutie and uh, you you know you're gonna blush
1: that uh, that super chat really took us all over the place. I didn't know I was didn't know off from down. I was mad at the beginning. I was just over. The, I was just flushed at the end.
0: <laughs> there you go. Denver Smuggett says I really appreciated the recent content, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Quick question because it's fun. How would you try to guard? Murray, Bones, MPJ, AG, Jokic. This is the all-fun lineup. Two ball handlers who are also three-point shooters. Michael Porter, of course. Aaron Gordon, then. And then Jokic. How you would you try to guard it? You can't guard that. They, you, you want to take it, Harrison?
2: I, I don't know how you guard it, either, man. You don't guard it. Say a okay. couple Hail, Hail Marys. and uh, You're
1: just, Yeah, like, hopefully they'll miss the shot. Like, that's about it. Yeah. Just that, that, that has every Just
2: the... try, try to foul Bones Island? I don't know. Dude, that has or every Aaron part Gordon. of the court. Every
1: part of the court is covered with that lineup.
0: Yeah, I would say um, the way you try to guard like it Aaron is by Gordon packing Bones on the other end, like you want to draw fouls, you want to slow that game down, and that's why I don't know how much we'll get. Although I will say... We've done this in the past where I, we've talked about, man, this will be the most fun lineup, and then Michael Malone literally never plays it. Oh yeah, zero <laughs> minutes. Because to it's that not lineup. necessarily a good lineup; it's the most fun lineup. So this is a lineup that I kind of think, like, if I said the first day we see that lineup, it's going to be like March twenty sixth. like the first time. Francisco, I you have one.
1: Like, I have yeah. one blanket that's uh, that's ruffled behind me on my desk. He says my house needs to be cleaned. <laughs> I, I don't know if you I don't know if you're talking about my. Uh, Like my internal house? like I.
0: (laughs) Probably. Yeah, metaphorically. And then last one here. Our guy Ray says, shout out to Megan McPeak on the broadcast. Shout out. Shout Shout out. out. Shout Shout out. out. All right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That does it for us today, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. What do we have? What are two more shows left this week, Harrison? Do you remember? Two more shows. Uh, I think two more. Yeah. yeah so we might be back i think maybe for a casual friday maybe for a post game we'll have to see we'll check our schedules let me scroll now to where the outro video is ah, i'll see you ready.